Hatched, a new audio musical by Lydia Shaw and Edward Court. Part 2 And we are back. I'm DJ Dave and this is the Fly Time Morning Show. Thanks for calling in today. Next up, we've got Mikey on the line. Hi Mikey, any words of encouragement for those lovely lady birds walking up the mountain today? Hello dears, my message is... Just keep walking, keep shaking those tail feathers, and you'll be looking like the top birds you are. Thanks for that, Mikey. Have a great day and fly safe. The ladybird's send-off was always such fun. There were worm cakes and drinks in the bright summer sun. The chicks hopped around, all excited to stay with the mother bird whilst their own mums were away. Every bird on the island was looking their best. They had preened all their feathers and neatened their crest. Today was the day that the island would call just one of the ladybirds, fairest of all. And this year, I am pleased to present the crowd for Miss Raka, the island's beauty queen, to a ladybird that shows true poise. She is graceful, gracious, and always acts with perfect decorum. Our very own Marnie the Moika bird. Come on up here, Marnie. Oh, how kind of you all. <laughs> Thank you. What an honour. As a little moika bird growing up on this island, I'd never have believed this journey would be possible for me. And to be on this journey for the sixth time, just, wow! <laughs> this really is a dream come true. I want to thank my mum and Safi, I'm here! Fallon waved her wing at her best friend, Safi, who was hopping towards her. Safi had the signature red spiky crest of the Snifflehawks and the jet black tail with dashes of red racing through it. Hey, Fallon! Can you believe it? Marnie wins yet again. Isn't that six years running now? Yep. Wow. <laughs> anyway, what's this I hear about you being in trouble with the watchbirds already this morning? Oh, the usual. I was playing with Flick. They told me to act more like a ladybird. And are you gonna? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at all those chicks. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to have one of my own. You know, I'm, I'm not sure I'm cut out for motherhood, Fallon. What if I don't do it right? What, what if I mess it up and my, and my chicks... Hold it right there. You're going to be an amazing mum. You're so thoughtful about everything, even the tiniest things. You're not going to mess up with your chick. No way. Besides, you've always got the mother bird for support. I mean, she practically raised me. Fallon and Safi gazed over at the little flock of chicks gathered around the mother bird. She was the oldest and wisest bird in the village and had always cared for Fallon like one of her own. She waved a friendly wing in their direction before returning her attention to the chicks. That's right. You're going to be staying with me while your mums are off climbing Mount Matter. Why are they climbing the mountain, Mother Bird? Well, Sammy, legend has it that Mount Matter holds the beating heart of Mother Earth. And when the ladybirds lay their eggs right at the peak of the mountain, Mother Earth holds those eggs in her embrace, 
keeping them safe and cared for whilst they prepare to hatch. So, every year, when egg-laying season arrives, the ladybirds ascend the mountainside and lay their eggs at the top, watched over by Mother Earth. But why don't they fly up? Well, perhaps one day they will. Cool. Mother Bird, uh, can we go and play in the sea? I think we'd better all stay here. We wouldn't want to miss anything, would we? Sounds like Miss Marnie is almost finished. And so, in my sixth year as Miss Racker, I promise to lead by example and always keep my crest in check and feathers pristine. Ladies, you're all winners in my eyes. Here's to another year of fabulousness. Thank you. Thank you for that... Wonderful insight, Marnie, and congratulations on another win. Now let's get in line, ladies. With many years of experience on this journey, Penny the Pickleark would be leading the way. She had been in charge of guiding the ladybirds up Mount Matter to the egg-laying site for years, taking over from her mother, who had taken on the job from her mother, and so on. Penny planned with precision and was never to be argued with somewhat to the annoyance of those around her. Fallon had shimmied out of the line to say goodbye to Flick. Mum, please, can I come with you? I'm sorry, Flick, when you're older you can. You just have to wait a little longer. (laughs) That's not fair. I want to do cool stuff now. There's plenty you can do down here. (sighs) Everywhere you go, make it a little bit better. For everyone you know, make them feel a little bit better It doesn't take a lot, just give it what you've got You'll see how much can happen when you make the world a little bit better Fallon bent down to Flick and placed a feather under her little wing One of your feathers? But, Mum, isn't that... A feather is a powerful thing, Flick To take a feather without permission can tear out a piece of the soul. But when given freely, a bird's feather is a strong force of love and protection. A reminder that I will always be with you, wherever you are. Thanks, Mummy. Bye, little one. Go make the Flutterkeep family proud and have fun with the mother bird. (laughs) Okay, bye! You'll see how much can happen when you make the world A little bit better (coughs) Penny! Fallon! Will you hurry up and get in line? It's time for Lord Xanderjee's speech and I will not have you causing any disruptions Fine And with that, Fallon went to take her place in the line next to Safi who was looking a little peaky You've got this, Safi I'm with you all the way. Fallon! If you don't stand in line and be quiet for these speeches, you will not be coming. Do you understand? Brother birds and ladybirds, it is my great pleasure to introduce to you Lord Sanderjay's advisor and press secretary, Merrifin. A tufty green bird flew up to the stage, somewhat flustered. He was tall and slight and his feathers were all fluffed up, messily. Clearly being at Lord Xanderjay's beck and call day and night didn't agree with him. Merripin's wings had a nervous twitch and his eyes told the story of many long nights. 
Good afternoon. Lord Sandijay sends his apologies. He is so sorry he is unable to be here with us today. However, we are most fortunate that our kind and generous leader has prepared a message for the ladybirds. And it is my privilege to share it with you now. Lord Xanderjay would like to say he hopes you have a pleasant day. I've one instruction to convey before we wave you off today. When you ascend the mountainside, make sure your manners do not slide. Don't let this freedom make you fools. Ensure you follow all these rules. Number one, you will stand in line and keep your feathers neat. Number two, you must conquer any obstacles you meet. Number three, you will always show decorum and comply. Number four, most importantly, you must not fly. Must not fly. Lord Xander J would like to say stay on the path and do not stray. Our chosen route's the only way to keep you safe, don't disobey. It's dangerous and wild out there, you're delicate and oh so fair. And even if you think your brains just keep together and behave. And finally, without delay, Lord Xander J would like to say he sends best wishes for your trip. Godspeed, good fortune to the pin. Godspeed, good fortune to the Thank you. Thank you. Off we go, ladies. Onwards and upwards we go. Walking together, we know. Just one foot in front of the other. Don't stop now, you'll soon be a mother. Side by side. Onwards and upwards we go. Follow me. Onwards and upwards we go. Watching the world out below. Lay our eggs on top of the mountain. Rack our island birds, we'll be counting on us all. Onwards and upwards we go. Onwards and upwards we go. in their line two by two across sandy shores where the briny wind blew then over a hill through a wet muddy bog this journey was sacred but still quite a slog come on ladies only 130 more wingspans to go and we'll be in the shelter of the trees (laughs) the sky was clear and the hot summer sun beat down on them as they walked Fallon tried to cool herself with a waft of her wings Better not take off, Fallon, or they'll actually put you in the cage this time. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine Penny's face? I think she might kill me before the watchbirds even got here. It would be nice to fly, though, wouldn't it, Safi? It would make this a lot easier. And quicker. Oh, well, at least we've got plenty of time for a good (laughs) (laughs) catch-up. What are you two up to? Safi and Fallon jumped as a sharp, interested voice shot through the grass from behind. They looked round to see Marnie the Moika bird, the newly recrowned Miss Racker, coming up behind them. Her sleek emerald feathers danced about in the breeze as she flounced along the path, 
somehow her golden crest was still pristine, totally untouched by the wind. Fallon wondered how on earth she'd managed that, but then Marnie had been this way since they were at school together. Fallon could remember Marnie's mother always perfecting her daughter's feathers with a shiny pink bow before she hopped through the school gates. Within a few years, Marnie was preening herself before her mum had even checked. And not long after that, Marnie was the one primping everyone else's plumage. Fallon wasn't in the mood for a lecture on wing arrangements, so hastily replied, Oh, nothing! Marnie shot them a suspicious glance before she slunk off ahead. Oh, thank Mother Earth she's gone. The cover of the trees was getting closer, and soon they were trekking deep into the jungle. Here, all that could be heard was the creaking of the trees swinging in the breeze, the rustle of leaves overhead, and the crunch of twigs and dry leaves beneath their feet. Fallon watched a butterfly flit around her head before it flew up to the leafy canopy above. It was so beautiful, so free. She wondered what it could see up there. That little butterfly, probably everything. Maybe it had seen other islands, other skies, other worlds. How she longed to be that butterfly. Twig time! Uh, Off you go. Ah! Uh, What was that? Probably Mother Earth, just letting us know she's here. (laughs) Thank you, Fallon. (laughs) They're just drilling for worms over by the fields. Nothing to worry about. Now, can we go collect our twigs and grasses, please? It'll be dark soon, and we need to get tonight's nest built. As she walked through the jungle, Fallon couldn't take her mind off the little butterfly fluttering around up there. She felt her heart reignite with hope. If that butterfly could fly freely, maybe one day they could too. sat on the roof, her little legs dangled. She stared at the stars, her mind all tangled. She wanted so badly to climb up the mountain, but knew how much trouble that would amount in. With an echoing crash and legs akimbo, Sammy fell out of a nearby window. He rolled down the roof to where Flick was sat with all the grace of a bad acrobat. I've got the midnight snacks! Worm cakes! Woo! (laughs) Oh, oh, wow! You can see the whole of Mount Matter from here. Our mums must be such a long way up by now. I wish I could go with them. Why would you want to do that? It's way more fun down here. We get to stay with the mother bird and do all sorts of things we can't do when our mums are here. Yes, but they get to go up the mountain. Apparently, you can see the whole island from the top. I want to go with them. But you're just a chick. Not for long. I'm going to grow up. I'll climb the mountain. I'll have an adventure. Hey, everyone, now haven't you heard? I just want to be a ladybird. When I'm big, I'll climb the mountain. I'll be strong. There's no doubting. I'll be big and tall. Gonna show you all. I'll be a ladybird. It'll be the most fun ever. When I am older. And I am bolder. When I'm a ladybird. It'll be the most fun ever. I'm just a little chick, but 
that I'll grow And when I'm big, you all will know Of the flutter heat mums, I'll be the best Very soon I will run the nest I'll be big and tall Gonna show you all and under the watchful eye of the mother bird crept into the nursery and each found their little nests. Sammy curled up sleepily and soon was snoring away. But Flick couldn't sleep. Her mind was on fire. Up on that mountain, an adventure was happening and she didn't want to be left out. She waited and waited. Finally, the moon had risen and everyone was asleep. It was time. She hopped quietly from her nest and began to tiptoe across the nursery. Where are you going? Oh, Sammy, I'm going up the mountain. But nobody can know. Don't worry, your secret's safe with me. You go. I'll keep watch. Make sure no one sees. Good luck, Flick. No, 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 no. And off she ran into the night, waving at Sammy. End of part two. If you enjoyed this episode, why not tell a friend about it or follow the podcast to make sure you catch every episode. Hatched was created to make female empowerment and musical theatre accessible to all. For more information on how to support the project, you can visit hatchedmusical.co.uk or follow Hatched Musical on Instagram. Hatched was written and produced by Lydia Shaw and Edward Court. It features Sophia Lewis as the narrator and flick, Lydia Shaw as Fallon, Lizzie Wofford as Safi, and Gracie Lai as Marnie. Meripin was played by Edward Court, The Motherbird by Norma Atala, Chief Watchbird by James Hume, and Penny by Sarah Barron. Patty was Debbie McGee, DJ Dave, Matt Slack, Sammy, Nicholas McLean, Flint and the Guard, James Sterling, and Lord Xander J was Thomas Hewitt. All other parts were played by various members of the cast. The audio engineer and dialogue editor was Tashari King. The sound designer and mix engineer was Nikki Davison, with mastering by Joe Davison for Auburn Jam Music. Hatched was directed by Lydia Shaw, with musical direction and orchestrations by Edward Court. Please join us for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>